0: scary dolls hello i'm mandy and i'm gato and you're listening to scary not scary podcast hello 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 it's been a hell of a week yes it has and it's been crazy you know what we're just gonna do the damn thing and jump into scary news because um top news this week Top news <laughs> top breaking news Um, So we got voted number one top local podcast in San Antonio. I'm pretty sure y'all have seen all of our posts all over Instagram, all over Facebook. We don't know how to act anymore. I know. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, that person's staring at me. You think they know I'm famous? Oh my God. (laughs) Just kidding. Totally (laughs) No, it's just really exciting because I remember last year we got number two, which is still a huge accomplishment. We got number two last year. Yeah. And just hitting that number one spot this year, just it hit different. And I was going through my memories. Every day I stay up till midnight to look at my
1: Facebook memories. And it said, we are number two, but next year we're coming for number one. And And bitch, we we got it. (laughs) We did. (laughs) And I cried all day. We cried like babies. I did. I cried. It was five in the morning and we were fucking crying. Poor Tim woke up uh, the butt crack of dawn to go get the newspaper. Yeah,
0: because we couldn't wait. So he went to go get two copies of the newspaper. And yeah, we got everyone. So exciting.
1: So exciting.
0: Yeah, (sighs) so we're not going to be like, we're not going to have like big heads or whatever. But it's just really exciting because for a long time, we really thought nobody cared about us or like cared to listen to us. And just knowing that we got voted number one here in San Antonio and like to everybody else who voted who aren't from San Antonio, you're from other countries, cities, states, towns, and you voted for us. You took the time to do that. Thank you so much. We love you guys. We love you. And uh, we wouldn't be here without you, literally 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 we couldn't be here without you so thank you so much we love each and every single one of our scary dolls we love you also all the other what is it participants too we love
1: you guys and everyone did a good job
0: yeah everybody did amazing good job it's a huge accomplishment we're all winners we're all winners literally all winners but thank you so much I could go cry now. Yeah. Okay, that's the end of our episode. Bye. No Bye. <laughs> See you back next year. I'm just kidding. Next year. <laughs> See you back next year. No, so one of the one of our news segments that we're going to talk about today. Well, actually, this episode is going to be kind of more in like what? What would you call it? Like true crime? Not really true crime. Um, real life. Real life. Yeah. My real life. But I did come across an article right before we started recording and it made me so mad and I told Otto about it and she's like, I'm going to want to beat everybody up. So there is a 14-year-old girl in Queensland, Australia who was invited over to a sleepover. Her name is Kara Hart and she was invited over to a sleepover by what she thought were her friends. These little bitches were not her friends. Basically, what they did is they tied her up. They beat her up for hours basically tortured her. They had a knife. They cut her. They were slicing up her skin. They beat her up and basically like just dumped her off in front of her house. Her parents found her. She was severely injured, bruised. They took her to the hospital. She asked them what happened. She told them what happened. These little girls posted the video that they took on TikTok and basically said, haha, tortured somebody for a few hours. Look at her screaming and crying. What have you. And then- Dumb? And then turned around and said, Oh no, we're being framed for it. That wasn't us. And in the videos you can clearly see it's these ugly little bitches that are beating up this poor girl for no reason, just because they're evil. Uh that made
1: me so mad. It made my stomach. It's horrible. Where the fuck are the parents?
0: Where the fuck are the parents? And how did they drop
1: off a half dead kid? Like the parents have to be involved. Like
0: or an older brother or sister. Yeah, like it's horrible. I don't so understand. So this happened the March sixteenth, and it's still being investigated. And the girls are still being questioned. There hasn't been any. Nobody's been like put in jail yet. Little uh, little Kiara little Chiara is still in the hospital. She you can't even recognize her. Like. She is so severely swollen and bruised. Both her eyes are black and blue. Her whole body, it's horrible. Like, my heart would break. And I feel like as a parent, I would literally rage. Like, Mm -hmm. I would beat those little bitches. I would go to jail for beating those little bitches up. No, I wouldn't beat them up. I would fucking go stab them in the throat. Yeah, so get this. One of the little girls, she posted on TikTok and in... In the caption, she said, basically just tortured somebody, kind of, it's Kira, it's Kira, and we're, like, torturing her for at least four hours straight. It was funny as fuck. She's, like, all fucked up. I'll send y'all photos when you are done watching the video. Ha ha. <sighs> also turned around and went on Instagram and then attempted to deny even being involved in it when she clearly posted on the video on TikTok. So there was the two little girls holding her down, tying her up, beating her up, torturing her. And then the third little girl was standing there recording, laughing in the background. I couldn't watch the video. I did play it, uh, but I couldn't look at it. But you can hear them all, like all three of them just they laughing. Were laughing at her. And little Kara in the background, she's like crying. <laughs> that I makes can't. me so mad and
1: sad and it makes me want to throw up
0: yeah so now there's been a petition going around in australia so that way these girls can get punished for what they did to kira uh, because what they're saying is because of their age they can't get full punishment when Mm -hmm. in reality i really think it should i know australia laws are completely different from us and texas laws but i feel like they should be child as adults yep they need to face the consequences because if this was my daughter i would I would probably go to prison for killing somebody.
1: I've said this a million times. I'm a clear believer of whatever you do should be done right back to you. Those little bitches stabbed my daughter. I will stab them.
0: Yeah, so the family did put up a GoFundMe account because she did have to go through multiple surgeries. She uh, had internal bleeding. Three of her ribs were broken. Uh, she might have to get reconstructive surgery on her face because how bad, badly her face is bruised up. They can't even do x-rays because how swollen she is. So they don't even know if there's bones that are broken in her face. Uh, so right now she is still in the hospital recovering, more to come. I will make sure to keep everybody up to date on Miss uh, little Kara White.
1: Poor baby. That makes me so mad. So upset. Very upsetting. I would not. If I find my daughter like that, are you kidding me? I am going after all that family. Their friends, Mm-mm. their grandma, their mom. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Seriously though. that's
0: so sad. I can't. I was looking at the GoFundMe too. There's been a lot of people that have been donating and just being super nice to the family. It's just it's really sad. How much money have they raised for baby? I think like almost uh, fifty thousand. Oh my god, that's mm-hmm. good. So I think she's actually gonna. They're she's gonna be in good hands. Yeah. So I'm pretty good. sure like whatever surgery she needs, they'll be able to use that money for that. Mm-hmm. So in other news, Evil Dead Rise is supposed to be out in theaters April twenty first. Have you seen the previews it looks really good it looks oh. really scary i remember watching the evil dead movies with my of course my grandpa <laughs> watching the evil dead movies with my grandpa growing up uh one two three and four and it was really really good back then and the graphics weren't even like that good that either. good <laughs> but it was very Soughing gory uh, but it was yeah not not three and four why was i thinking three and four? One, two, and then army of dark so there's only three three movies um, so this is supposed to be part two And it looks really scary If you haven't looked at it, look up on YouTube And uh, make sure you do it late at night Maybe like about 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning And I promise you won't be able to sleep afterwards You know, confession, I've never seen those movies You've never seen the first one? Nope Oh my god No, my I grew up Mexican But no, <laughs> like now, like the newest no, one The first one that came out Like recently, like a few years ago Nope Okay, well, we're gonna have a movie night we always say that and we just end up eating and sleeping. <laughs> no, we end up... <laughs> no, Sorry, you me. know what happens? We end up watching Jersey... Sh- like re-watching Jersey, do, Jersey Shore. guys. <laughs> We have an obsession.
1: I mean, at least I do. I'm like, do you
0: want to And have then a we're short? sitting there and we're like, uh, we need to have a Jersey Shore party. <laughs> yes, I just want to wear and all the birds. And then lippard. we're just like judging everybody and then like mad at Mike all the time. And then mm-hmm. he becomes super sweet and engaged. And then we're like pointing the fingers at somebody else yeah. to be mad at. Fucking run. <laughs> we talk about all of them like if they know us and they don't even know us.
1: <laughs> I know, but Jersey Shore is such a good time. Yeah. I would never be bored watching jersey shore i
0: also need to get you to watch sleepers my dad was talking about that this oh, morning yeah. he's like everybody everybody's a sleeper and you're all what the hell is that <laughs> what the fuck is a sleeper <laughs> yeah so, i sleep a lot <laughs> so we gotta get gone and watch the sleepers so they came I out know, i don't
1: know why like i stick to my own it came out movies. in
0: 1996
1: i think oh girl you see my mom did
0: not she would make me watch like mexican stuff so in other video news, real quick, there is a viral video going around all over the interwebs. I mean, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, somebody caught on their outside camera something walking around they don't know if it was somebody on drugs somebody said um that looks like a wendigo and somebody else said um that looks like an alien another person said skinwalker because everything's a skinwalker (laughs) yeah but look at this video it kind of looks like it could be a wolf and then it gets closer and closer into frame Mm -hmm. and then it it gets like a person it gets bigger and bigger and then you're kind of like I don't know if that's a person it
1: looks like a person that's growing that's super skinny and that has
0: for. It looks weird, right? We're gonna post it on our Instagram yeah. so you guys can see on our story.
1: I've seen. Lots Isn't of videos it weird? Like that weird?
0: It looks like a um, praying mantis, but a big one. And there's been also <laughs> a lot of people. I have all the videos saved, but there's also been uh reports of the dancing lady. Oh my god, I love those there's videos. There's been so she's many.
1: Creepy.
0: But there's also they're also saying that she's not only. 'Cause where's she from? Siberia? So everywhere in Siberia, people's posting about this dancing, dancing lady. lady. But here in the US, people are spotting the dancing lady. There's so, been a couple cases. Everybody's right. like, okay, is this like a local thing in Siberia or is this like a paranormal phenomenon going on? Because supposedly if you watch these videos, you end up seeing the dancing lady somewhere.
1: Can you imagine? It's three in the morning. You're driving home and you see a dancing lady. You just see a
0: lady dancing in like in the middle of the, the middle of the street. Oh my god!
1: Let us know if y'all have ever seen something yeah. like that. That's fucking crazy.
0: I think it's why is she sitting that way?
1: <laughs> I have no idea. Marta,
0: it looks like she's about, it looks <laughs> like she's about to run. I know. I think I sat her that way. So we did have a live show earlier this week, and we did introduce on other scary news we mm-hmm. did introduce our new bestie her name is big marta mm-hmm. uh, big we're gonna marta. post we posted a few pictures on instagram so and yeah if you haven't seen her tiktok video she's on there too chilling while we're taking shots <laughs> she's the cutest little doll ever. and our boss is terrified of her <laughs> yeah so mm-hmm. she hasn't left her life yet mm-hmm. and she won't anytime soon nope
1: but, yep, she sits with us now while we record. Yeah, she's
0: she's very friendly. No bad vibes. She's just very chill. Yeah, very chill. But back to the dancing lady. If y'all end up catching any glimpse of the dancing lady, let us know and uh, send us a recording. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Don't record. I mean, no. if you want to, you can. <laughs> but let us know if you have any more information about this. I'm going to start digging and falling. I'm going to fall into the rabbit hole and I will be back next week. With more information.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It'll be fun with more scary news.
0: (laughs) And I believe that wraps up our scary news. Okay, guys. So this is going to be a shorty but a goody. Exactly. So it's not going to be like a super long episode. So this week, we're going to be talking about deathbed confessions. There are so many out there. There's podcasts that are dedicated to deathbed confessions. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we can do a part two episode on this and maybe even do like a live show just on deathbed confessions because there's so many out there. But so many. I do have one full story that I do want to talk about. It seems long, but I'm pretty sure it's short. So in 2009, there is a man named James Washington who suffered a heart attack while serving time in prison for a crime that he committed. I believe it was a battery assault and robbery that he was committing, like that he was doing time for. So James believed that he was going to die from the heart attack. He was laying down what he thought was on his deathbed. And he was being transported to the hospital. So while he was being transported to the hospital, he told one of the prison guards that he beat a woman to death. And the prison guard turned around and informed police and authorities about James' confession. In 1995, Nashville police investigated the murder of a woman named Joyce Goodner. So basically what happened, they found her. She was stabbed to death in the neck. She was bludgeoned in the head to death. And they could not find any anybody to pretty much evidence and apparently James Washington was actually a body of interest but because they couldn't have enough evidence to pin him he was unfortunately let go scot-free so James did confess to the bodyguard that he stabbed that he stabbed Joyce in the neck he bludgeoned her to death with the cinder block and then set her body on fire (gasps) Ew. The police at the time of her murder, they ended up finding her body in an empty house and he did confess that he got her body and moved it to an empty house and then left. So Nashville police knew that James met with, so back then they did know that James met with Joyce the day of her murder, but like I said, they didn't have enough evidence to pin him to the murder, so he was just considered like a person of interest So all these years later, Mm -mm. I think it was like 17 years later, right? 1994. No, not 17. How many years is that? Yeah. No. Yeah, I was right. What? I did math right? So from Mm -hmm. 2009 is when he confessed. So it had been a 17 long year code case. Oh, hell no. So back to James. James was never punished for the crime. He was just seeking forgiveness at the time of his confession. Well, James didn't die. Uh, uh, Well, 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 James. (laughs) And he assumed that he was still safe from prosecution Mm -hmm. based on the mistaken belief that he was statute of limitations applied to the case. He thought the statute of limitations ran out and would prevent the government from pursuing a criminal case against him. In Tennessee, however, as well as other states, the statute of limitations isn't usually applicable to serious criminal offenses such as murder. After James made a full recovery from his heart attack, he did not die. He made a complete and full recovery. He tried to take back the confession and said that like he was just talking out of his ass Mm -hmm. and he was saying Mm -hmm. and doing everything he could to take it all back.
1: What a (laughs) dumbass.
0: The confession was what law enforcement needed to reopen uh, Joyce's murder case. So James will now serve a life sentence in prison after being convicted for Joyce Goodner's murder. There is no indication that James ever spoke of the murder prior to his what he thought was his deathbed confession. If James didn't make this confession to the prison guard, he could have served his time for the crime that he went to prison for. And he could have been released on possible parole. But because he confessed to Joyce's murder, he now is going to spend the rest of his life in prison where he belongs. As he should. As he should. Motherfucker. God was like, uh, no. He was like, oh, boy, you're going to confess. OK, pump, pump, pump. Pull up. There you go. Get your your heart's working now. Mm-hmm. There you go. Spend the rest
1: of your life in hell. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Literally, that is so funny,
0: dude. Like, oh wait, never mind. Never uh, mind. You're not gonna die. Never mind. Um, I I didn't murder that person. I was just I thought I was dying, but uh, no, I didn't really murder her. Really? The universe was like, no, baby, we got you. Mm-hmm.
1: But I'm so glad that she has justice.
0: Yeah, so mm-hmm. her family and everybody can have some type of closure. I don't ever want to know what that feels like. But it, I I find it hard when somebody says like, oh, now we have closure. That's horrible, right? Because yeah. I'm pretty sure they'd rather have the person that was taken from them yes. back with
1: them. But also they'd rather know like if they haven't seen them. Or you know, in years, like I bet you, they just want to know, like, just what happened, what What happened, happened, what happened, and why. And And she turned
0: out just to be somebody that he met that day, and he did what he did. Motherfuckers, man, Mm -hmm. there's
1: some fucking crazy people. Yeah, seriously, scary world out there, you guys. Yeah, gotta be safe. Be safe. My turn. Okay, hood rats. I'm gonna be talking about. Alice Mock. So this happened in November of 1986. Um, this 76-year-old woman named Alice from Delaware asked her neighbor to come over. She was dying. So she said she had to be honest before she left this world. She had something she really needed to get off her chest. So she said that in 1975 she was drinking with a nam- with a man named Wayman Camille Jr. And she invited him back to her apartment. He agreed and they went back to her place and they drank. When Camille passed out, so when the guy passed out, Mock stole some money from his wallet. But then she realized that if, if he woke up and found the money gone, he'd know that she'd stolen it. And then she was also worried that her landlord would find her, a white woman, in bed with an African-American man. And she was like, no, he's going to throw me out of this building. So instead of just owning up to it to cover up the theft and save herself from being evicted, she called the police and said that Camille had raped and robbed her. So she turned it around on him. Oh, no. Yeah. It says Camille was arrested and charged with sexual assault. The district attorney gave him a choice. He could go to trial and risk getting 45 years in prison. Or plead guilty and only get 15 years. So he pled guilty. Even though he was innocent. The lady died several days after making the confession. And um, the neighbor obviously went to the police in June. And he was released after 12 years. Oh, so he would have done another God. three. But he already had done most of his sentence in jail. Yeah. All because this lady wanted to be a bitch. I hope you're burning in hell, motherfucker. Oh, my God.
0: That's horrible.
1: He didn't even do anything. Doesn't it do make anything? you wonder, like, how, like,
0: there's probably so many people that are in prison on false accusations. So many. So
1: many. So many. And just because they're of color. You <sighs> know what I mean? It makes me mad. It makes me mad, too. I was like, excuse me, ma'am. Are you kidding me? Um, I also found this one little story on Reddit from this person Her name on here is careful underscore example, and it was written a year ago, and it was under a thread that said, nurses, if you've had any deathbed confessions, like, let us know or whatever. And so this girl, again, she wrote and she said, I had an elderly woman who had gone downhill and was on her deathbed for about a week. She kept asking me to read her the Bible. As soon as I would start reading the Bible, she would scream and she would cry and she would say that he was coming to get her and that he was waiting right behind me she said very scary at 3 a.m finally i asked her who was coming to get her and she said the devil's coming for me because i let my husband rape our kids and did nothing about it
0: (gasps) stop Mm -hmm. like the father of the kids yeah oh my god disgusting i hate people and she fucking died, stupid bitch. Good, and I hope she's burning in hell. And I hope all the demons are raping her.
1: That's yeah. horrible, right? <laughs> no, that's not horrible. That's probably what is gonna happen God to her. Damn it, those poor babies. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there
0: are adults. Well, I at the know they're time, adults but now, at the but time? still. Mm-hmm.
1: Can you imagine the trauma?
0: <sighs> Can
1: you imagine listening to this lady scream at three a.m. that the devil is gonna take her?
0: Good, fucking take her, take the bitch, torture her and the husband. Uh, oh my god that made my stomach hurt I know that always I didn't makes expect me expect so that. Bad. Me neither until I read it and I was like Oh shit Mm-mm. Yeah I can't. Okay, so now we're just going to read little short stories here and there that were submitted into BuzzFeed and like Reddit and all these other platforms Mm -hmm. uh, because there is a lot of them. And it's funny because there was one girl that posted on Twitter. She said, Nursing school doesn't prepare you for the number of elderly patients who will casually confess to decades-old murders. Oh, my God. I'm going to send a screenshot of that to my sister and be like, you better tell me every single confession you get. (laughs) Let me know. We're going to write it down for the
1: podcast.
0: Yeah. So there is one uh, written into BuzzFeed by Anonymous. She didn't want to give a name, but she did say, my mom had a patient who was terminal and confessed to killing his twin brother in Vietnam so he can blame the death on the war, steal his identity, and then return to the U.S. with his brother's wife. (laughs) The wife had passed away years earlier, and the patient's children blamed the confession on dementia until after his passing. But as it turns out, the patient's daughter ended up finding a handwritten confession from decades ago, stuffed in an old Bible. It was horrible. It's because he wanted the wife. He wanted the family, the kids.
1: Mm -hmm. That's fucked up. His own brother. That's
0: horrible. But like... I know, like, with twins, as a mother, I feel like mothers know. You know what I mean? Like, there's... Yeah, you have to know. You have to know. Like, with identical twins, there's still some sort of, like... Differentiate... (laughs) Difference between them. Yeah. My friend Hazel is an identical twin. Her and her sister look identical. But I can pinpoint... The difference between them there's always something there's always
1: something yeah mm-hmm. a mole the nose might be a little slimmer there's always something yeah it's a
0: little different but the wife had to have known right like i don't what know what if
1: she just thought like he changed during the war
0: maybe i mean yeah true it's vietnam if you haven't my seen grandpa came back different from vietnam that's true yeah mm. This one's funny. (laughs) Okay, guys, this is a little
1: light one. A little light one for the heart. (laughs) My bad. Um, It says, a great aunt of mine says that when her husband was on his deathbed, he confessed that he had actually shrunk two of her very favorite and expensive sweaters by drying them many years earlier. She thought that maybe someone broke in and stole her things because he threw them away to hide the evidence. For years, she had hoped that they might turn up. She said that she even suspected one of her friends might have stolen them at a party. Nope, he was just afraid to admit he had worn them for about 20 years. She forgave him, obviously, and they had to laugh about it near the end, but... He was so scared of his wife, he threw away the sweater. He shrunk.
0: (laughs) That was a cute confession. Strong. He's all a bite. He's like, I'm sorry,
1: baby. I shrunk your ear.
0: That's all, Tim. I'm so sorry. I'm the one that made all your white shirts pink because I threw my red shirt in there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. That's a true story, though. (laughs) Deathbed confession. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and he's still alive <laughs> deathbed
1: confessions.
0: <laughs> um, this one is also written in by anonymous and I just read it real quick in my head and it gave me chills so this person wrote in and said I had a patient who was an 86 year old woman who put a bunch of crosses around her room I had to ask her to take them down due to the inability to create the care she needed she insisted that they all stay up because it was one cross for each so she took if that's true, then she took 14 souls. Oh, she killed 14 people. Damn. Nah. God damn. Crazy. That's scary. That is a little if scary. that was my grandma, I'd be like, Grandma what? Oh, excuse me?
1: <laughs> okay. I get, I'm getting all the funny ones. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So this one was sent in. Oh my God, guys. Some of these names I cannot. M-T-J-O-B-J-O-B. <laughs> Empty job, job. (laughs) Empty job, job. It says, my great-grandmother told us her birthday was October 30th, her whole life. On her deathbed, we found out that it was actually October 31st. She and her family had lied for 80-plus years out of superstition. The paperwork proved that after she was gone. So, her birthday was actually on Halloween. But, you know, back in the day, they'd be very superstitious. Mm Mm-hmm
0: losers that's the best day if i have a baby i'm gonna I would calculate be so it so excited if i was born on halloween or if like one of my kids are born on halloween. so when
1: do i have to get pregnant
0: to have a halloween baby you would literally have to like count from halloween the up. month uh-huh. oh shit up. okay and uh, I want to have a Halloween
1: baby next year But it's
0: not even like a for sure thing
1: <laughs> But I'm going to have them do a C-section on that day <laughs> You, I want a C-section I want a C-section on Halloween Ma'am, you're barely 15 weeks I want a C-section <laughs> I want a C-section At 10.31 <laughs>
0: In the morning Oh my gosh So I'm getting all the anonymous posts Yeah this one was also written in by Anonymous. And it's so funny because my cousin's gamer tag is Anonymous. <laughs> I'm just going to say it was my cousin. My cousin wrote in. My cousin Anonymous. So this person said, When my grandpa was dying, he confessed to my mom that her younger brother was not his biological son. My grandma had passed away years earlier and had gone to her grave with the secret. My grandparents were not together and lived separately. But during that time, it would have been scandalous to have a child by another man my grandfather raised my uncle like he was his own son and none of the kids or anyone suspected he had a different dad it wasn't until later when my mom told my uncle and he didn't care basically no one in our family knows even i found out by accident oh that's sweet though yeah that is true though like when you raise somebody else's kid like it doesn't matter that's your child yeah
1: especially you're raising him. mm-hmm
0: Okay, so this one, okay, this name,
1: this one is sent by Imni Cum. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, excuse me, this is a family (laughs) podcast. It says, my dad told me that when his grandfather was about to die, he finally told his family why he had a tattoo on his arm. It was always a mystery because he was a pastor at a church and he never spoke about it. So it said apparently when he was 19, he was a safe cracker and robbed a bank and then got arrested. So he got a tattoo in prison. But when he got out, he decided to never tell anyone and he turned his life around. Well, I mean, I think that's back in the day, but now tattoos aren't really, like... Yeah. It's, like, whatever. Everybody
0: gets a tattoo. Yeah. Did I tell you the story about my grandpa's tattoo? Which one? The one that he has on his shoulder. Mm-mm. So, when I was little, every time I see his tattoo, I always get this memory of, like, somebody... Well, not somebody. My grandma with, like, a rag, like, scrubbing my grandpa's arm. So, this last time my grandpa was in the hospital, his gown was up, and I saw the tattoo, and I had always like clockwork had that memory. Mm-hmm. So I finally asked them, I was like, Hey grandma, I was like, I would I don't know why I have like this memory of grandpa sitting on the couch and like you scrub trying to scrub off his tattoo. Mm-hmm. So growing up, I always thought you were trying to take off his tattoo. And she's like, no. She's like, I think he got like cut or something. She's like, your grandpa got cut many times on the arm. So I was probably like cleaning his wound or something. (laughs) And I asked my grandpa like how he got the tattoo. So he said he did it himself in Vietnam. He had a little needle with ink Mm -hmm. and he put the RJ. And I was like, well, what's the wording at the bottom? Because it's all faded. Mm -hmm. He's like. That's supposed to be a flag. I was like, oh. <laughs> and I started laughing. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's very nice. No, it, it's faded. It's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Your poor grandpa's all tattooing himself all, That's supposed Vietnam. to be a
0: flag. <laughs> it's so funny. So this person wrote in, their username is Rain, Raina, Raino Alley? Regina Alloway. Oh, Regina Alloway. Mama Rain? Reno Rain, Alley? <laughs> So she said, I work in end-of-life care and have been there for many deathbed confessions. But the saddest one was a woman who delivered a illegitimate stillborn baby at home by herself and decided to put the baby's body in the basement freezer because she couldn't bear the idea of her community knowing what happened. <gasps> <sighs> Ew. I can't. That one made me feel sick to my stomach. I know.
1: Damn, Regina. Way to go. This one was sent by Luna Lee 212. It says, my mom and aunt grew up thinking their sister Suzanne died by slipping and falling while getting out of the bathtub. They were all in their 20s when this happened. It wasn't until my grandfather was on his deathbed that my mom and aunt found out how she really died. It says, they had been cleaning out the house while they came across Suzanne's death certificate and discovered the true cause of death. They confronted my grandfather, who confessed that Suzanne had committed suicide. Mm. <laughs> that's sad. That's sad. And for the little grandpa to be holding that,
0: I mean, the dad, to... To hold that all in. hmm That's horrible. So this next one is uh, written in by Ribbon. So they said, when my grandfather died, he finally told my mom that he and my grandmother had been divorced for years. No one in the family knew at all. He had it in his will to still give her everything, and they still lived together. When my mom was going through his things, sure enough, she found the divorce papers dated back to 1978.
1: Dang, all those years. (laughs) I would be like, what the heck? So this one is sent by K 89 It says, My mom never knew her dad as she was a result of a one-night stand back in the early 60s. My nan... Why do they say nan? My grandma came from a conservative family, so it was a bit of a scandal. She was going to give my mom up, but her own mother, my great nan said no way and raised her herself. My nan always lied about who my mom's dad was, saying he was a horrible person and going as far as to give him a cartoon character's name, thinking it would make it hard to even look him up. On her deathbed, she confessed she actually didn't know who he was and that he was one of the few sailors who were at the port when my mom was conceived. She had no names and no details about him at all. Oh. That's sad. That's
0: sad. She never got the chance to know her father. That's
1: sad, but also like the mom was just fucking sailors. Like, <laughs> like not knowing who it was. <laughs> not even their name. Damn, Nan. At, at least get some at least get some business basic cards. Info. <laughs> at least like before you fuck guys, be like, so what's your name? Or what's during your name, what's
0: your birthday? What's your
1: name? Just so I can own it, you know, like fake it. Like
0: just, you know what I mean? <laughs> i know no yeah god damn that's numb like i saw all sailors
1: i saw this thing the other day and it was like this guy got mad at me Or what did it say it said i got mad during sex and slapped this man because he called me by the wrong name but then i remembered that i gave him a fake name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. me <laughs> forgetting what your fake name is who the fuck, Serena? I used I don't know to why always I say my name was Barb. Short for Barbie. Short for Barbie in the bars. What's your name? Uh, Barb. It's short for Barbie. You know, I would always
1: say random names. I'd be like Valerie.
0: <laughs> Shakisha. <Courtney>. All <laughs> well, uh, like w- watermelon Drea. Uh, <laughs> Melon lady head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Big <What's>, titty Barb. <laughs> what's your name? Sharkeisha. Sharkeisha.
0: <laughs> That wasn't me, that was no. Patricia.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good one.
0: <laughs> oh, this one is written in by Anonymous. My grandma confessed to cheating on her husband and she encouraged my mother, which is her daughter-in-law, oh. to do the same. <laughs> Girl, you go, grandma. What the fuck? <laughs> what the
1: hell's Girl. wrong? With these ladies?
0: Oh my god. <laughs> this one
1: was sent by KMLW 71. Before my grandma passed, she told us she hated being married and raising kids. She said she wanted to do so many things she could never do, but that she still loved everyone more than anything. (laughs) My mom later passed away with the same type of regrets. So she's like... I mean, I don't, I didn't want to do this, but I still love (laughs) (laughs) y'all.
0: This isn't the life I chose, but But all right. (laughs) This one's sad. This one's written in by Anonymous. My dad grew up thinking that his mom committed suicide when he was 10. When my grandfather passed away about a decade ago, he confessed to my dad on his deathbed that he actually killed my grandmother. Uh, What the hell? All those years he got away with it. Getting so, away with the I wonder murder. if he like drugged her and like killed her on purpose. I mean, I'm sure. Oh, it's horrible. My heart. My heart can't
1: take this it. This one was also sent in by Anonymous. It says my grandmother was born in Cuba. When she came to the US, she would cash her social security checks and keep them in a pot under her bed. When she died, we decided to go through every inch of her apartment to see if we could find the money she would hide. My uncle told us that the final week she was in the hospital, she kept telling him to check in the oven but gave no context as to why. Well, when my mom and I opened the oven door, we found a trash bag taped under one of the racks. We opened it and found two Tupperware containers with a total of $12,000 in them. That would be a good deathbed confession, like. Yeah. But I would fake. I'd be like, "There's thirty thousand under the bed," and then like never tell them what bed, and never have thirty thousand <laughs> Just like fake it. Oh my god, I'm
0: gonna do that to my yeah, kids when I die. Gonna, me too. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> look under the house.
1: take up the house, everything. Throw
0: everything away. <laughs> Just fuck with them. Fuck with them. Break the walls. There's ten
1: million dollars. And then after and be like, there's an envelope after you've done all that. Read the envelope. And
0: it's a psych. <laughs> Not me. You're the milkman's children. <laughs> no, no, no. The best one. Your father's real name is Henry Cabell. <laughs> sure.
1: They're going to be like, oh, mom, shut up. they <laughs> <laughs> be <We're> like, really? <laughs> mom, all this for that. And then
0: I died. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one is written in by M. Katherine Kelly. She said, My grandmother told all of the kids, me and my grown cousins, that she had a tattoo of, <laughs> of the outline of Texas on her ass. The nurse in the room burst out laughing and confirmed that, yes, it was true.
1: <laughs> That's me. That's when all I'm you.
0: Old. <laughs> I have <laughs> kids.
1: Hi, grandkids. I have a tattoo of a bat on my ass. And they'll never know if it's a bat, like, bat-a-bat-a-swing or a flying bat. And you're all, and it has the year I was born. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now all of y'all know I have an ass tattoo.
0: Thanks. Oh, my gosh. I do have one more I want to read because I feel like it's really sad. So this one was written in by Inspired underscore one. She did say that she was an, she was an EMT. And the 911 unit got a call about a hit and run. Cops were on the scene first. The area of the city I worked in was rough. Some guy and his girlfriend got into a fight in the parking lot. It ended with the guy running over his girlfriend and then backing up over her. Mm -hmm. Needless to say, she wasn't doing well. Her vitals were tanking. We loaded her up with a fireman A police officer joined with us in the back of the rig. She kept mumbling. Tell my mom. Please tell my mom and naturally I figured it was her asking us to let her mom know that she was hurt. The hospital takes care of takes care of that and I put it out in my mind rather quick as we were working over her. She flatlined before we arrived and we could not bring her back so she died on the way to the hospital. My partner was finishing up her paperwork when we turned to when we turned to give her wallet back to the staff. The nurse on duty, who I knew pretty well, was reading a dirty piece of paper. She looked disgusted and looked like she wanted to cry at the same time. When I asked what was up, she simply put the piece Put the piece of paper down, and it was a letter that was picked up near her purse on the scene. She had gotten accepted into college. And then I realized in the ambulance, she was asking us to tell her mom that she was going to college. I'm going to cry. Stop. (laughs) Uh, She said, this is the deepest and saddest thing, and I wish I can forget it, but I can't. And I really hope her mom... I really hope that the hospital staff told her mom that... Her last words were, "Mom, I got into college." <laughs> sorry, that's so sad, right? I'm gonna cry. That hurt my heart when I read that. Uh, I, even, I fucking am crying. We're we're emotional babies this week, but it's so sad. I can't even imagine. What a fucking asshole. Yeah, fucking dick. I hate men. Okay. Men like that.
1: <laughs> okay, but,
0: sorry. No more crying. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> oh my gosh okay guys that's it for our deathbed confessions we mm-hmm. do have more to come we will do a part two soon but like i said this is uh, a shorty but a goody yes this was a good episode <laughs> yeah if y'all have any recommendation for deathbed confessions that y'all would like for us to read on our episode you can send them to us at scary not scary, not scary podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. you can visit all of our Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. What do we have? TikTok. Mm-hmm. Everything. Everything. Follow us on everything. Our main, our main source of social media is going to be Instagram. We engage with everybody on there. Make sure you rate and review us on all the major platforms. And I believe that's it. That's it. You guys. Thank you so much again for everyone who voted. Thank you so much We love you guys We love you so much We're number one We couldn't (laughs) be here Without you guys We love y'all And until next time Remember to always
1: Stay safe